Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Black TV Shows podcast. I am your host, Miriam Tomeskin, and I am back with Shawnee. How are you doing? Hi, I'm well. Um, good things keep happening. <laughs> and I know I say that every episode, but I mean it. And when I'm able to actually like tell people then <laughs> actually, you know what? Have I made the mention about what I'm doing? Uh, well, I don't know, because depending on whenever this comes out, this the time could have passed already. Anyway. I am hosting a uh, fashion show and Black-owned business expo on May 21st. And so, I mean, basically, I'm the MC. I'm, it's not like my event just yet, but I'm working on uh, doing some event planning and hosting. Um, so I'll be having some pictures and stuff taken while at the event, but I get to keep the party live and I get to bring, I get to be the party, basically. And I'm excited for that. Um, other than that, um, I know I'm going to be getting a new job. Okay. <laughs> um, you always yeah, got to start I fresh. Yeah, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, my time is winding down. And so I'm going to just get on up and get about because the world is waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into this episode the Cosby Show season five, episode twelve, Truth or Consequences. Um, yes. Th- apparently, this title is uh, from the American game show starring Bo- Bob Barker that put con- contestants through various stunts for prizes. Apparently, that's where this um, title came from. That's according to IBD. I don't know if that's actually the case. Um, Wait, so there's like a, there was an actual show called Truth or Consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Although there, it was on this episode. There is no game show. It just, it was just, right. it was just. It was just I've noticed. I've noticed with a lot of the titles for um, the Cosby Show, they actually take it from movies, or like they get it, or it's a line from a movie, or if it's like I've really or noticed. A book or, yeah, yeah. I've noticed that. So it doesn't. It usually like, doesn't have. There no one. Yeah, it usually doesn't have to do anything with the actual episode, but it's cool that they actually took it from other like projects and stuff like that i think it's kind of like uh kind of like how artists name like their albums and stuff like that i think it's based off of uh what they feel is the mood of it all Mm -hmm. um um but but i i have made those same notations i guess no observations duh make those same observations too because like uh didn't we do call it a while together yes yeah call it a while that's a book um, and then like you, like I just said, Cyrano de Bergeron. I don't know how to. Yeah, it. yeah, I don't know how to say that. I, I butchered that because I know that it's uh, I know the person is Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh-huh. I don't know what they call it, the episode. Um, but yeah, I, I think really what it is is they kind of take the mood of what's happening in the show, or I guess maybe it comes from the treatment. You yeah. know, may- maybe they do an overview and then they're like, oh, this sounds just like this. I don't know. Maybe yeah. somebody just decided to be up and creative. You know, the possibilities <laughs> are literally endless. Yeah. Um, this episode uh, started off 1989, uh, coming out on January 5th. Um, and so oh. th- 
Yeah. And so this episode uh, or the synopsis for this episode is that Vanessa gets caught lying to her parents and stays out past her curfew with her boyfriend, Jeremy. First of all, I think this is the first time we've met Jeremy. And I think this is the last time we meet him. Right. So I'm like, this is such a short relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Dang. But I feel like I've seen Jeremy himself in other things. Oh yeah, he's been in. I feel like a lot of projects with that. I uh, he's been on um, Good Morning Bliss, uh, a different an episode of A Different World. Uh, by the way, all of these are just guest appearance. or not. He didn't like actually have. That's a- where I saw him. A Different World. Okay, we can keep going. I'm oh, okay, right hanging with Mr. Cooper, Sister Sister, Boy Meets yeah. World, and then he stopped acting in television at that point. Oh wow! I do remember him in Boy Meets World because I recently watched the episode, but yeah. Okay, but I, I I remember the episode of a, of a different world. That's crazy. I just actually watched it like yesterday. Okay, got it. I'm I'm on track now. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> I know you've only seen him once, but he's been in other things, so that's that's probably why it feels like he's been on the show more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start off. Uh, Vanessa is at the restaurant waiting for Jeremy, um, and you know it's it's getting to the point where she needs to get home, but Jeremy tells her to stay. Like that, she needs him or needs her. Um, uh-huh. And Vanessa was like, "I don't want to get in trouble for being late again." And uh, like, she, so she, he he makes a plan and be like, "Okay, you can go home, but let's meet later at eight thirty p.m." Um, I just like, why are you making this girl go through like all this? <laughs> That's one thing, and then I'm like, "Well, what time of day is it when you're talking about coming back at eight thirty? Like, and she's already late for dinner." dinner? I, right. I, first of all, I've never had, um, even as a child, I don't think I've ever had organized dinner, like where it's like dinner will be at five o'clock, like or six o'clock. I've, it's always whenever the food is ready. Exactly. <laughs> so, that was going to be my thing. Like dinner was planned. <laughs> yeah. It just, it, the time wasn't, wasn't specific. Yeah. It was just, we were having dinner. So I was just like, how are you, how do you know you're late for dinner? <laughs> Yeah, and, and again, like that, and that's why it goes back to the time of day because it's like, well, if we're planning to meet back at 8 30, I'm imagining that this meeting is happening like what around about four o'clock, four thirty ish. Um, because yeah. she couldn't have been out of school that they both go to the same school, so y'all couldn't have been out of school that long. Um, and then you talk about meeting up at 8 30, so and and then. Other things that weren't weren't taken into consideration, I got to do my homework after yeah. I eat. Yeah. And and then what got me too, um, was the fact that she had a curfew during the week, and that it's ten o'clock. Yeah. What, what am I doing at ten o'clock at night during the week on a school night? I don't know. I don't. Mm-mm. you know what well I don't want to speak too much because I mean I was involved in activities in high school that involved my mom having to pick me up and stuff like that but I don't it'd be done by at, eight usually by eight o'clock that's the latest all these activities would be over yeah and and again my mom would have to pick me up or I would get a ride home or something but like I don't think I think if if even if I wasn't involved in different things, I don't think I would 
I think my mom would like be all like, yeah, you got a curfew at 10 o'clock. I think it would be a matter of I'm not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think like she might like let me have a friend over. Maybe we could hang outside or like in my garage or something, but going somewhere? No. I started school at 745. Like, no. Well, maybe that's the reason why I wouldn't have had a, a curfew. Maybe I just answered my own question. Okay, then. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she she has to leave. And first of all, uh, right before she leaves, you know, she kisses him. And I've noticed this even with a different world. I've noticed this. When they kiss, it looks like they're like you don't see the actual kiss. They it looks like they're inhaling each other's faces, but for uh-huh. me. And I'm like, is that like was that is there a reason for that? I don't know. Like, cause nowadays you actually see them like make out, like you see that all that now. But it's like I was I was just even on a different world, like uh Dwayne uh was uh kissing Suzanne and I'm I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I think what they were trying to do was really just try to pull off the kiss. And um and I and I guess in this situation we're dealing with high schoolers. Yeah. And at least during that time, you weren't kissing in public. Yeah. <laughs> like, and especially like that, you know. Um, what I noticed with the kiss was there are two ladies that are sitting down behind them. Oh, I didn't and, even notice that. Yeah. And when they kiss, uh, so it's a, a white lady and a black lady. And the white lady, she's the one that's in the shot where you can, like, literally see her face. Mm-hmm. And her face is looking like, oh, oh, snap going on here oh wow and then the black lady at the table she's she's kind of looking like oh it's so cute look at them um and i'm just like wow y'all bold i don't i don't think i could ever have i ever kissed i mean like i've kissed outside but not in a setting where you know all eyes are on me like no but like I've noticed no, but like it's just weird because like as I said, if I compare it to like television now, where you literally see them on a side angle, here literally someone's head is in front of the camera, so you don't see nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's very weird, and it's the same as 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 I said, it's the same in a, a different world. So it's like very weird to yeah. me. I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that was purposely done like that. I don't know. So. I think so. I think so, especially like, and when they when it comes to acting, from what I know. Um, as well, or at least what I've heard from actors. Um, you know, you want to make it look as realistic as possible, but also these are people that you probably would not even be trying to kiss or yeah. your mind isn't focused on being romantically involved. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, for example, living single, um, there's an episode where Kyle and Regine kiss and it's a flashback episode of like, when they all moved in. No, so it was a, a flashback episode of when St. Clair moves. I remember the episode now. Um, basically, the background is that Khadija was getting an award and they were reminiscing on uh, the days leading up to her getting this award. And it included when St. Clair had moved from Minnesota to New York. And in this episode, uh, sup- supposedly Kyle and Regine were dating at the time and or they had dated for like a month and there's a part where they he, Kyle comes into the kitchen and he kisses Regine 
you can tell that this kiss is like staged and you can tell that this is a kiss where they're like, well, they didn't practice it, but it's like, all right, when it happens, it's going to be for real. There's a reunion special that they did probably like in the early 20 teens. And they, they said that they did not practice the kiss. Um, and it was like when they were going over the scene, they, they would be all like, okay, so you exit out from the living room and into the kitchen, then the kiss, and then the that and the third. Yeah. And, and that reasoning, outside of Kyle being, you know, obviously gay. Um, oh, is he? It was, yeah. um, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it's like, he doesn't, he's not really open with it. He, he's not like coming out and saying it, but he went oh. very slow. Um, <laughs> but they, they have a brother sister relationship. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I got to kiss my brother. Like, no, we're not doing that. So I think that's where it came from. Oh, I see. I think it's all a matter of this is still my job. This is not romance. I might find you ugly and I'm just going to do this so I can get paid. I see. But yeah, so that was just strange to me. But anyways, uh, she's going to meet up with Jeremy at um, 8.30. And so she goes home. And we see that the whole family is having dessert. And, uh, you know, Cliff was like, uh, milk will go so well with this chocolate cake. But instead, Claire was like, nah, you're getting skin <laughs> milk. But at least it will be in a fine so glass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, and I, I felt him because in that moment, um, he was like, skim milk? No, give me a glass of water. And I felt him because basically that's what it is. Yeah. Once you extract the milk fat, you have skim milk. And then once you have skim milk, you basically have, uh, I, I guess, milk water. And I can only think about um, the episode of One on One when, uh, I was about to call this girl by her real name, <laughs> when Brianna goes away to college with Arnaz and they move into their apartment and they ran out of milk and Ray J's character he's not Dorian who is he oh my god I can't think of his his name name. Um, anyway uh, his character is he he like puts a little bit of milk in the bottle shakes it up and I think somebody I think she was baking or something I don't know but he called it ghetto milk And I was just like, no, that's water, my love. That's that's not ghetto milk at all. It's water in a milk jug. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. And so, and when she pours it out, you could just see how clear this liquid is. Mm-hmm. Mood ruined. <laughs> I don't even yeah. drink white milk. And and it ruined it for me. <laughs> Well, actually, I I just had milk this morning, so um, I, I'm a big fan of milk, even though I know nowadays, you know, my my digestive system sometimes doesn't cooperate. But um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't drink skim milk, so I don't really know much about that. Um, and I probably will never want to drink skim milk, no, <laughs> especially I, not I, with I some chocolate cake. Yeah. Right, I imagine that you don't like. The only time that I have milk is with my cereal. And even then, like, the milk has to be sweet for me to, to mm-hmm. want it. So, like, I have to sweeten it up a little bit. Some people call me crazy for it. I'm, I'm comfortable now. I've been doing it for 20-odd years now. 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't imagine that you would want, especially someone who was a fan of milk. I don't think skim milk would be for you. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you would have skim milk and be instantly pissed. Like, <laughs> writing a letter to the company, like, well, what is this? Yeah. Y'all need to put that fat back in. No, baby. Mm-mm. Take it off the shelves. This is illegal. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Rudy mentions me, like, how come you, you get to eat cake today? Like, she says that to Cliff. And uh, Cliff and Claire had a deal that if he ran four miles, uh, he would get dessert today. And he apparently ran 4.4 miles. Four and within miles. that point four, he ran backwards. Is that what it is, is that what right. he, Didn't he say like he, he went up the hill backwards on his head and yeah. I, I like know, lost it at that point. And swung through the trees and over the hills and far away. You know, he's always very dramatic, you know. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, so he gets his piece and then. We have Vanessa's piece left, and um, there's apparently there's a rule: if anyone is 30 minutes late for dinner, their uh, desserts uh, they they forfeit their dessert and basically gives it up to someone else. Uh-huh. And in about I think at that I think at that point it was like 30 seconds until she she would be coming in late. And uh-huh. so 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 he's counting down and like looking at with his fork, waiting for the the dessert. And uh, and then he ends up playing a trick on Rudy and Cliff, saying that there's another piece in the in the fridge. And then at zero, he takes the the cake. You know, see, in that moment, I immediately was like, Theo, you you too loud. You are too. First of all, if if all of y'all have that knowledge, what you need to say, say it out loud for? Mm-hmm. Because you know that you're going to have to fight between two people, two other people, for this slice of cake. So if you if you were smart, or not smart, if you look, if you use a little bit of finesse, then it would have been well. Vanessa ain't been here. Well, I'll be taking that cake from you. Yeah. And and then when the moment came. Like as soon as he said, "Yes, it's mine, it's mine," you're talking too much, boy. And then Vanessa walked the in. Moment where is you right? I would have definitely had two bites in already. The cake would have been done for. Yeah. And then she forfeits the cake. Mm-hmm. You put it back in the middle of the table. I wouldn't have even put that thing back until Vanessa sat down. Yeah. So then you put it back in the middle of the table. And then Rudy snatches it. Now he did a nice save with that joke that he played on the both of them, saying that there was a second cake in the refrigerator. And the fact that they fell for it says a (laughs) lot because the fact that y'all have one chocolate cake means something. Two, y'all are out of y'all's minds. (laughs) Oh, so the fact that y'all fell for that, hey, y'all fumbled the bag on that one. But but Theo, you're a college man now, sir. Use your mind. And she, he mentions that in this episode, too. <laughs> Use your brains, sir. Um, and so, yeah, as you said, Vanessa forfeits her dessert because, uh, the first of all, she was late because of the decorating committee. Uh, they ran late. And uh, the two ladies from the refreshment committee brought uh, samples. So she's full from that. So that's why she forfeits her dinner. And then she mentions that she wants to get started on her homework. 
and that she promised Kara that she would help her with algebra. So she's trying to leave, um, I think at eight or something like that. Uh, but she'll, and so uh, Claire mentions that her curfew is 10. And so she can't be late. Um, so yeah, so Vanessa was like, yeah, sure, sure. And so um, uh, it Rudy ends up taking that cake and mm-hmm. um, and um, mentions that she didn't need to run four miles to get it. <laughs> hey, Rudy is <laughs> Rudy is a funny kid when you pay attention to her. She she's made plenty of observations, and and I think maybe. The reason why I know so much about Rudy is because I've been Rudy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been the youngest in my family for, Lord, for the longest. Like, even so, the youngest cousin under me, I was eight when she was born. But for the most part, I've been the baby, so I've I've watched stuff happen, and I've figured out, you know, how I could use some finesse <laughs> to make things work for my uh, toward to my advantage. And Rudy has made that pretty clear that she does the same thing mm-hmm. um, because she's entirely too witty as a kid. And then when we, like later on down the line, we get Olivia and we get the both of them together. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Pure comedy. But um, I think I just lost my. Oh, wait, no, I'm back. I'm back now. Uh, Vanessa. Why would you go home and say that you want to get started on your homework and then say that you're going to leave the house to go to Kara's house to help her with her algebra? Wouldn't it have been smart to just do your homework at Kara's house? I mean, we know you, know, you that you weren't at Kara's house. But I just feel like, you know, at some point, you should have called from wherever you were. And, I mean, you already lying anyway. So you were, you were better off maybe going to Jamie's house and saying, hey, mom, I'm at Kara's. You know what? Well, you know, Dow star six, seven first, call them private first. You know, hey, mom, I'm at Kara's house. I'm going to I'm going to do my homework and help her with her algebra. And then I'll be home after. Yeah, hey, mom, I'm, I won't be home for dinner. Hey, mom, I'm having dinner at a friend's like. Yeah, Where even is better. The communication in all of this. Yeah, like, you fumbled the bag ever since you left the diner. Yeah, but she's still in high school, so she got the line. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. That she could have said that she was at Kara's house to begin with and had dinner there. Um, you know, because then they'd be okay with that. Um, so. Exactly. Exactly, and if she would have called private. They wouldn't have oh been no, I don't. Call- I don't think they would know because they're all. They're all the what's it called? The the phones are like just. There's no actual uh, digital back then. Oh, you're right. So you don't even need to do that. So start. So start. Start six nine. What? Oh, you're right. Yeah. It's oh just, snap! They got smarter with technology as time that went yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was no digital at that point. So. That's even better. You could have come from the boy house. I mean, they, they probably still were going to call your bluff and probably still were going to call Kara's house. Like, oh, thank you for feeding Vanessa tonight. You know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And she probably still would have got caught up. But uh, you didn't finesse. You, you got to learn the finesse. Yeah. You got to learn the finesse. And so now we're in Vanessa's room and she's getting ready and she ends up taking Theo's earring. 
Um, I, it wasn't it a thing mm. back in the day where guys would only have one earring. Yes, it was a thing. So I don't understand why she would want his earring if he only has one of it. Um. So I guess uh, back then culturally, um, guys wore a lot of like stud earrings, or so it it would be like a like one stud or like a ball. I remember seeing like a gold or a silver silver ball, um, or it would be like a hoop. Mm-hmm. And what I paid attention to was the fact that Tempest herself has like three holes in each ear. Oh, does she? Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I, I in one of the shots, um, I want to say it was at the time where she had approached. I, I think it was the time where her and Theo were talking. About mm-hmm. the earring. Yeah. And I had noticed too. I was like, dang, girl, you got three, three over here already. And then I had to remember that Tempest, the person, and Vanessa, the character, are totally different. Yeah. Um, so I, I noticed that. And then, at least for the guys, so guys had um, their, their earrings, I don't know, just looked way cooler than the earrings that a lot of women were wearing. Yeah. Um, I think it's also similar to like when Denise was, uh, was wearing Cliff's sweaters and stuff, you know, just fashion changes and, and the way that you, that you want to look kind of changes too. I've been through different phases where, you know, like a lot of times I was taking my mom's shirts and stuff and I'd be like, oh, I like how this, how this falls on me. Or I can, uh, if I'm going out somewhere nice and I got to dress up. Hey, my those earrings that you got that that look like teardrops. Yeah, I'm gonna need them. You know, so like I guess it's it's all about creating a look. Mm-hmm. And especially since this is her beloved Jeremy, she wanted to look top tier. Yeah, and uh, and Theo was like, I don't understand why you're focused on how you look when you're gonna go study at Kara's house. But then he's like, I realize what what's going on, you know, with all the lying, uh, her being late, making excuses. Um, mm-hmm. She's hanging out with him and doesn't want mom and dad to know about him. Um, and uh, like it, that, they're at least Theo's a bit smart with that. <laughs> like a bit, a bit. Yeah, because he wasn't always there either. Um, and so Theo was like, I don't really care about this whole situation. Like I'm in college, you know, this is petty stuff. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, she, he does warn her, like, be careful. You know, it, it, it's not easy to put something over them. Um, and so at that moment, she thinks about that and calls Rudy in and, and ask her to cover for her. And you already see Rudy. She's like, I don't want to lie. <laughs> I just don't want to be part of this. <laughs> she don't. And, and I I don't think that um I don't think Vanessa should have tried. First of all, Rudy showed that she was much smarter in that situation as well. Mm-hmm. Because when Vanessa, you could tell that Vanessa is coming up with stuff as she's talking. Yeah. Because when she said, like you know, tell them that I called it that I called it at a certain time and all of that. And then Rudy says, problem, what? They go to bed at 9.30. First of all, damn. <laughs> How late have you stayed up to know this? <laughs> then, 
is like you're already notorious for missing your curfew. Mm-hmm. And and I of course we don't know how many times she's been late for curfew beforehand, but you are already skating on the thinnest of ice. Yeah. When it comes to this, and this little one is telling you, yo, maybe I'm not the best route to go. Yeah. I'm tired of doing this. It's getting on my nerves. And so that lets me know that this has happened enough times. And then she even put her foot down to say, look, when I'm old enough to date, th- that boy better laugh for me. Because I'm worth it. Again, Rudy is very, uh, there's a word that, that's escaping me right now. But the girl's smart. <laughs> she pays attention to, to certain stuff like, like this and just warms my heart. Because again, I see a lot of meat in her yeah um but i just feel like so there's a saying that that goes the warning always comes before the destruction she had just got a warning from theo and she just got basically two warnings from rudy Mm -hmm. and because she's all caught up she all she's worried about is going to see jeremy it don't matter how she gets to do it logic makes no like logic has no room here Mm -hmm. i'm going to see my man and y'all gonna make it happen for me that's that's all i got from that (sighs) sometimes i do not miss teenage years (laughs) (laughs) i mean i wasn't going to this i wasn't going to this extent no i wasn't either no i i couldn't if i wanted to i couldn't yeah yeah it's hard to lie yeah and i was a bad liar so i like like i get caught easily and it a lot of a lot of times what doesn't get considered when you're lying is that i guess i can say like all the bases are covered Mm -hmm. when it comes to that so it and specifically for me growing up it was just me and my mom so certain things I probably could lie about, mm-hmm. but other things, you know, it, it's like you think about the now, but you don't think about the later. Yeah. Or you think about the later and you don't think about the now. It's very rare when you take all of it into consideration. Cause, but usually what happens is when you're able to skate past all of that, like, like when you, um, when you plan for one thing and and you just know that it's not supposed to work or you just know that the plan is going to get ruined. See, when, when the plan goes through, when it was supposed to be ruined, you don't think of that as a saving grace. Mm-hmm. You, you think of it as, oh, well, that's what's going to happen? All right, well, let me keep doing this. No. <laughs> that was the moment for you to be like, okay, let's never do this again. Yeah. But again, she's a teenager. So, yeah, and so, uh, so Vanessa tells Rudy like you can't go to sleep. Just wait until ten p.m. and just say that you forgot that Vanessa called and that she's going to be late and that she loves you. Um, and so, uh, you know, as I said, Rudy doesn't like this, and uh, you know, she, <laughs> I love Rudy because she does this almost on every episode. She says that when she gets older, you know, she's not gonna have, she's not gonna lie for the guy. Uh, if if they want to be with her, they have to lie for her. 
or like lie like on her on their parts you know because she's yeah. worth it she is worth it and I was like this Go. knows her worth yes she has always known her worth even when she was pushing Kenny around <laughs> <laughs> that girl said you're gonna marry me because I said so mm-hmm. you're going to marry me because you like me I don't really like you you like me like we cool and all but but you like me, and so because you like me, and I know that I'm gonna take advantage of that, and you're gonna marry me. And he's just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's before he started speaking about everything that his brother said. Yeah, like she, the boy let her call him Bud, <laughs> and I'm sure he don't even know who or what a Bud is. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, my name's not Bud. My name's Kenny. I don't even think that she knew that his name was Kenny. Yeah. You know, so like Rudy has always known. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Rudy is somebody, Rudy has a book that it, that everybody could take a page from because yeah. know your words. That, that's it right there. Know your words and then Oof. add tax. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so then, or sorry, um, so uh Cliff and Claire are watching, I don't know if it was a movie, a TV show, whatever. They're, you know, it's right. their evening to, you know, relax, to wind down. And Rudy comes down and uh she she says to uh Cliff and Claire, you know, I, I know why Vanessa is late. And so Claire tricks her watch and be like, No, she's not late, you know, it's uh, 9 50. Um, and so Rudy's like, Oh, she's not okay. Well, I'll come back in 10 minutes to tell you why she is late. And Claire was like, okay, there's something going on. And so uh, what, like, why, how do you know she's late? And so Rudy starts, you see that she's starting to lie also and says, you know, um, you know, Kenny called her or she she was going to call Kenny. uh, And the moment that she calls Kenny that, or no, sorry, I'm skipping over here, here. Sorry. She, the phone rang and she picked up and it was Vanessa and Cliff says, that he's been there all night and hasn't heard and, no phone ring. Ring. Mm-hmm. and then she starts talking about kenny and says like you know she called kenny and then at that point vanessa called like when she picked up the phone and so then they're like okay well, well let's call kenny then and then she was like no 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 kenny has a bad memory and uh she, Mom, please don't call kenny. <laughs> <laughs> poor thing oh my god and i was watching this this scene and i was saying like now, Vanessa should not have had Rudy life for her in the first place. Mm-hmm. But if Rudy was going to agree to do it, she still needed to do it right. Yeah. But she's just a child, so I'm not holding that over her. But she could, if she would have used a little bit of finesse, she could have said, well, yeah, then I called Kenny after getting off the phone with Vanessa. However, Kenny didn't pick up the phone. Oh, you're right. She did not say that she spoke with Kenny. She said she called him mm-hmm. or she, she said she picked up the phone and that she was attempted to call him. And because and at first I was like, yeah, Rudy, you on the right track. Cause there have been times where I would go to pick up my house phone to call somebody and I don't hear a dial tone. Yeah. And if we got a lot of, if we have Gen Z that's listening to this, yes, you pick up a phone and you hear a dial tone. That just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would be like, hello? Or somebody else would have been like, hello? I'm like, oh, okay, somebody on the phone. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, all right, you, you're doing well. 
okay, so you picked up Vanessa said, I'm, I'm going to be like, all right, cool. You put the phone. Yeah, if, if she would have just said that Kenny didn't pick up the phone, I think she would have been in the clear. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, no, they, they caught her lying. Um, and so, um, you know, Claire mentions that, you know, there's one rule in this house and it's that they, they will not be lied to by their children. And if they Mm -hmm. do get, if they do lie there, they will be grounded. And at this moment, Rudy just goes off and says, tells the whole truth being like, like a canary. She's like, she, Vanessa's with Jeremy, you know, she, they love each other. Or I, I forgot how she said it, but it was just, it was so dramatic the way that Rudy said yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm like, like, uh, he needs her or something like that. And and then she even got to admit her own truth. I, I would be honest. I, this is, this is the truth that I, I like, I, I lied about this kind of stuff about cookies. Um, you know, I, I, I have a love for chocolate chip cookies. Um, and yeah, sometimes, hey. and sometimes I don't eat three. Sometimes I eat more than that in one day. Um, so I, I felt, what am I to eat? What am I with three cookies? I felt, I felt Rudy here. I felt her. I felt her. <laughs> I, I did. In that moment, I recall the time where I stayed with my aunt, my aunt that doesn't have kids. Uh, my mom went to Mexico and she was babysitting me. And she was making me a lunch, which was something that my mom didn't really do. I would always just get the school lunch. And so my auntie made me a lunch and she was, she was asking me like, you know, so you want some chips to go with your sandwich? Want, want a few cookies? Like what's going on? I was like, okay, sure. I already knew I wasn't supposed to have chips. I already mm-hmm. knew I wasn't supposed to have cookies. And my auntie put both of those in my lunch. And it wasn't yeah. until like maybe a month later when I was like, yeah, so you know when you put those chips in the cookies in my lunch? Yeah, I wasn't supposed to have that. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I found out. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know. Well, we're in the clear here. Love you, mean it. Yeah. <laughs> and but, so- like, that's some, that's some serious truth in though. Like, when, when you feel so backed into a corner, because, and, and, and she ain't wrong, because she was just about to catch some lockdown time. So yeah, I'm gonna tell on you. I'm gonna tell on me. I'm gonna tell on. Her. I'm telling on everybody. It's the first 48 around here. Yeah, and I think cookies are not as bad as missing curfew. So I think it was a perfect Absolutely timing, not. especially especially since you know you ain't you can get away with taking more cookies, especially because they're not counting the cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, so she still could have got away with that. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, probably would have kept would have kept that quiet but again i'm back into a corner here so like i I need to make sure that i'm not getting grounded for two weeks another thing that vanessa didn't consider your mother is a lawyer yeah her life's work is literally catching people in lies and then putting them away for lying yeah but you you ain't think you didn't think so you know yeah and so uh you know claire was like okay it's jeremy Okay, uh, you know, she, you can see in her face she is not happy. And so they decide, let's move the couch towards the, the door. And so then when she comes in, they see the, uh, them sitting there. And so they move the, the cou- couch to the door and they sit down and wait. Um, and so we cut to uh, Vanessa and Jeremy. I, I heard Jersey. Is that like they were in New Jersey, right? That's what, that, where they were at? Like the park car? I think so. I think so because I kept hearing Jersey. Um, so it was I just mean, like not like I've been to New York. I haven't been I've yet to be uh in New York, but 
I also don't, New York has a lot of water. So mm-hmm. there isn't like a, a lookout point because that's basically where they were. They were at yeah. like a lookout point. Yeah. Um, so I do imagine that they could have been in Jersey because Jersey is literally, literally nowhere from yeah. New York, especially because they're like, they're in Brooklyn. So it's nowhere. To, it's, it's nothing to get to Jersey from Brooklyn. Yeah. Now, if they were like in New York State, um, which is like, I guess like the Albany type of outskirty area, then it would have been, it would have been different. They might have been closer to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. No, no, because I think right outside of Jersey is, is Philadelphia. So yeah, it's 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 crazy. They're all close to each other. So yeah. I can imagine him going to Jersey, um, and and maybe where they lived wasn't far from Jersey. I think you have to take the Brooklyn Bridge to get to Jersey. Okay. So maybe well, I've, I've been to, to New York. I just have never been to New Jersey, so I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, but but I I think that yeah I think they were in Jersey and they were at uh at the lookout point. And one thing that that uh kind of stuck out to me in that scene too was you're already late for your curfew, and y'all are just now pulling up to this lookout point. Yeah, girl, you were deep. You are in deep trouble. Yeah. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, so he turns off the car so that they can see the view and save some gas. Um, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden, Vanessa and we make out. And as I said, this is just a weird make out. It just because, like, it's the one face is in front of the other face and we don't see nothing. So I'm like, are they really making out or is it just like, like, are they, are they just doing the motions? I don't know. Um, right. Yeah. And so, um and then uh you know at the uh, while in the middle of it Vanessa's like I can't I can't like you know she's thinking about her parents and Jeremy's like why are you thinking about your parents and you know sh- she's like I'm I, I need to go home and um so all of a sudden Jeremy was like oh, I knew I shouldn't uh date a sophomore and like Vanessa just feels bad you can see that Vanessa feels bad <laughs> pissed me off with that because that was another thing that made me feel like you've been gaslighting this girl the whole time yeah like throughout your whole relationship she's been late because of you gaslighting her and Mm -hmm. and not you caring about what what it is because first of all you talking about i knew it i knew it'd be like this if i dated this off boy you're a junior you're literally a year ahead of her yeah you still need to go home at some point. Ain't like you finna be out all night. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? I and I've been I've been Vanessa in that situation too. I've dated guys who might have been a year or two older than me. Um, or just guys my age who who didn't have um who, who had more freedom than I did. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times I would be told, like, hey man, at some point you must tell your mama that you can't be control like that right okay i could tell my mama that and then i could be on the street or i could tell her that and i could be pieced up like you don't have my mama so you can't make those kinds of assumptions or you can't make those kinds of statements to somebody when they're already in the situation that we're in like first of all i need you to take into consideration one i'm already late for curfew mm-hmm. messing around with you two i'm asking you to take me home for that i'm not even later you want me to be even later. Now, I will say that now, my mom, she was kind of kind of stern on me having a curfew 
uh, in my adult years. Um, and sometimes I would just be like, all right, but no, you know, I, I can't do that. Um, and, and she would be adamant about it. And it wasn't until, um, I guess, into my mid-20s, at some point I had to stop caring. And at some point I just, you know, I would just start ignoring what she, what she would say. Mm-hmm. And she would call, she would call my phone. She'll text me if she had the phone number to whoever I was with, she would call or text them, you know, and, and it would be stressful, but at this point I'm an adult. Yeah. I'm not obligated to pick up a phone call. I'm not obligated to come in the house because she told me to, I'm in my twenties. So at that point, it would just be a fight. It would just, well, not a fight, but we would just be going back and forth. And mm-hmm. if that was the case, then that would, that would be the case. Um, but you can't say that to somebody who is 15, 16 years old. Like, I just got permission to put on makeup. Like, I have to ask permission to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, and, and we're both in high, If we were in college, this would be a totally different situation. Yeah. But I still, I got homework that I have to do every day. My parents are still able to tell me, no, you can't wear that. No, you can't go here. So, like, I, I get that you're trying to, you know, establish yourself in some form of your manhood, but you're still a boy. Yeah. And I'm still a girl. So, yeah, I didn't like the pressure that he put on her with that. And, and I'm, I'm seeing that, um, I, I see that that takes place in relationships um, often. Um, well, at least in my experience, a lot of I mean, I have experience being Vanessa, but I'm, I've also seen different examples of Vanessa, like, throughout TV shows and, and movies. And sometimes I've seen it, like, with people that I know. Um, yeah, I just think that was totally unfair. But I do like the full circle moment that that happens, you know, that we're actually about to touch on. So I'll yeah. let you leave that in. <laughs> um, and so... Yeah, so, and then they end up making out more. And so we cut to the house and it's 10.55 p.m. And you can tell Claire is mad. She, like, she's like, like, she's ready to kill her. Like, <laughs> that's, that's where she's at. Right, oh, right. Because she hasn't had big fun with the wretched yet, right? No, we haven't. That's next season. Okay. Okay, because I was about to say, she is big fun man, but no, she ain't big fun man yet. Yeah. No, she's not at that level yet. <laughs> oh, wait. But she's mad enough, though. Oh, also, one thing I wanted to point out, that boy told her he loved her. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And, you know, back then, of course, you feel like you've had your first love, but you don't really, like, feel love, love until you're old enough, until you're an adult, right? Yeah. So that makes me feel like the boy said that for her to Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, that's that. That's how I've been feeling." And I could just imagine she was like, "Oh, you love me." Yeah. My thing is, his heart is not going nowhere. So if he really loves you, he can love you tomorrow when y'all at school. Mm-hmm. He can love you after school when y'all back at the diner. Like Vanessa, think. Jesus, sorry, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're right. I missed that part, but yeah, it's just. 
It's just, and then, and then that's what lead them to keep making out. Um, and so, you know, uh, in the next five minutes, if she doesn't step uh, into the house, uh, Cliff is actually going to go and do his dad patrol and, you know, drive around the neighborhood kind of thing. And um, so while they're saying all this, uh, this is when Vanessa comes in and uh, she's like, oh, hey, like I like I like she like she plays it off as if this like there's nothing different. Like I would be questioning why why like really why is the couch facing this? Because they, they said that they wanted to see I forgot what it was like the, the stars or the. Something to do with the outside. snow. Yeah, he said uh, a snowstorm. Sorry, a snowstorm. Yeah, yeah, and like so, I would be questioning that because I'm like, uh, like, uh, I didn't see no snowstorm outside. Like, and I like maybe the sky is not, you know, like you know what I mean. Like, I would be more questioning. But she was like, oh, you know, that's just normal. And so, I mean, we, if we could backtrack from there, first of all, if I'm pulling up to the house and the lights are on way past my my parents bedtime my living room lights are on yeah first of all i need to be afraid to walk in the house and then she walks in all look i don't want to say lovey-dovey but like it, did you notice that little head turn that she did when she walked in mm-hmm. yeah kind of like like she's longing for him you know um and, and then that's when the the whoa that that's when the the scare the scary part comes in, and that's when she's like, "Oh hey y'all, what's up? You didn't think about oh why you didn't say say no what y'all you know I uh, girl you you did you did not understand the assignment you did not understand that you are literally walking into your shame <laughs> yeah it's about to be over for you and you can't even tell mm-hmm. And so uh, Cliff was like, was like, oh, I, uh, I saw a car drop you off. Uh, who, like, who was it? And so she says, Kara's a father. Um, and uh, so they were like, oh, that's so nice of him to uh, drop you off. And so they're like, so if, uh, so we're going to call him to thank him. And uh, they're, she was like, no, 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 no. Uh, y- you know, they had a, it was a flat tire, something with the car, there was an issue. So they were yeah. going, to, uh, going to the garage. And uh, like, it just, it just kept going the lies. Like I, it, like to the point where, you know, Claire was like, your whole, like your whole story is falling apart. Like, it's just. In front of you, girl. In yeah. In front of you. My. And, and so when they said that, I'm like, oh, man, just dropped off. Like, how you gonna call? What's and, and they got me to think it too. Like, how close do Karen live? Mm-hmm. But for him to be able to call him right then and there, you know, like because mm-hmm. cell phones are not a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like, what what were you gonna do? Were you gonna call the house for Kara or her, not her mom? Because Kara's supposed to be in the car. So for Kara's mom to pick up, like, oh hey, he just dropped Vanessa off. But I'll tell him when you get when he gets in the house. No. And if he would have caught the house, it could have been Kara's dad that picked up the phone. Mm-hmm. And then it would have been like, uh, hey, Cliff, I didn't drop her off. So yeah. issue number one. Issue number two, whatever you didn't, whatever story you came up with with this car, and you're talking about he's taking it to a mechanic and he could be there all night. Who is at the mechanic is not even at work. I know, it's so late. It's 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> So. And, and I don't think 24-7 establishments 
like that were even a thing then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to the, I, not to say that it, that it doesn't exist, but I have never encountered uh, a 24-7 car service place. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you leave your car at the dealership, it's at the dealership until you go get it again. Yeah. Like, you're not sitting through overnight. Nobody is working overnight. Nobody is paying anybody to work overnight. Like, girl, think. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> and so... Claire, I- I'm glad you stopped there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and Vanessa's grounded for a month. And, you know, she freaks out. She's like, no, no, like, I cannot be. And uh, Cliff was like, you know, I am going to go. I'm inviting the boy to the house because that's how he describes Jeremy. And and there's like, no, you cannot. (laughs) Like, she's just like freaking out. And he's like, I got to see the boy. (laughs) I I have to do it because it's my life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Why was that? Because she must have said something, right? Yeah, I forgot, I forgot exactly what she said, but she said something along the lines of "It's my life." Yeah. Uh, and so he he used that on her, and I was just like, you know what? This is the reason why parent why people become parents. This is why it ain't gonna be me, but I I, I see it, mm-hmm. and I had the life of, the life of my life, mm. the laugh of my life. <laughs> yeah. When he said it, because like it's it's all in his facial expression. You can tell that for a split second, he tapped into build the dad mm-hmm. and not Heathcliff. Yeah. Like, like he, he, he was, he was William in that <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but, but also like with the various storylines that we, that we've seen as far as cliff and a boyfriend of his daughter mm-hmm. i think that adds to it too yeah the, the how ugly is he <laughs> yeah um the uh the one where denise was with the guy who was challenging great um you know now that i think about it it's always denise and a boyfriend yeah it's all, has i've a, noticed that yeah oh my god the light bulb literally just just flicked on. Wow. But yeah, all of that within this moment, it just makes it that much greater. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what I've noticed too with, with fathers, when they refer to their uh, daughter's boyfriends as a boy, then you know that it's serious. Mm-hmm whether they refer to them as a boy, whether they call them boy. Um, I have an uncle. Um, so, so my cousin had a boyfriend. They, and the boyfriend honked the horn for her to come outside. He didn't come to the door. My uncle wasn't playing that. And <laughs> he went to the boy's car. He said, boy, you hunk for my daughter one more time, and that's the last time you're going to see her. Mm-hmm. I think from then on, you know, he got to ring the doorbells and stuff. You know, they, they ain't married enough because she married somebody else. But in hearing the story, 
my auntie was talking about it. And so when my mom heard it, she was like, she was like, oh, what did, she, what did he call him? And she was like, well, he stooped down to boy. That was the moment I learned then. If a man calls him, calls another man boy, I know what's up. Yeah. And and when Cliff kept saying, bring me the boy, I was like, oh, snap. I want the boy. <laughs> and, I mean, he, he had emphasis on the boy. Yeah. And he kept, I want the boy. Bring me the boy. And yeah, and this is like, the next yeah, day. Like, him to shreds. Yeah, and this is the next day. And, you know, Claire was like, oh, he'll be here in like or 10 minutes or something. And at that moment, Jeremy comes in. But before that, uh, Vanessa is just crying up from upstairs. We don't see her, but she's just crying. She's like, like, she, I, she was having a whole men, a meltdown. Like it was. <laughs> Damn, I mean, like Vanessa literally sounded like a child in this moment. Yeah. Mom, you can't do this to me. Dad, no! And at this, first of all, I'm putting myself in her shoes. First of all, I wouldn't have even had any room to speak. Yeah. And if I did, it wouldn't have been that. <laughs> and then, uh, when 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 Jeremy comes in, first of all, I was surprised that he was so punctual. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she said I give him ten minutes and he ding down, I'm yo. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So yeah. you know, there's a saying that says to be early is to be on time and to be on time is to be late. So like, okay, so you came early. So that like like Jeremy knows what's up. Yeah. Jeremy knows that something is not right here. And and he even says it when he comes in. He's like, you know, I know you said four o'clock, but you sound like you mean business. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and th- this is I want to say this is like the classical encounter between a parent and a child's significant other, but I don't really know if this is classic. Um, I, I I don't really know too many people who can account for having this type of encounter. Um, but yeah, by this time, Elvin is family. So yeah, this just kind of reminds me, I, I don't know, it, it, it makes me feel like, or at least the the feelings that that Claire had kind of reminded me of of the the time that she was going off on Elvin. Mm-hmm. Her mood, the the tone of the scene. Um, have you noticed too that like when when Claire is feeling away, the way that she speaks, um, she has a very soft voice. Um, she'll talk very fast. And then she gets to blink in her eyes and her yeah. eyebrows get the arch in and she's she's staring intently at you. And I'm just like, oh my God, like you are you are a lawyer for real. Like, mm. oh my God. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, my bad. Go ahead. I, I, I cut you off. I'm sorry. But yeah, so so Jeremy comes in and um through <laughs> just like through this whole conversation, I couldn't really concentrate because you know Vanessa's yelling. And, you know, she's like Jeremy and then and like uh like uh Cliff is like shut up like <laughs> like okay so Jeremy are you okay girl <laughs> what at that mo- at that shut up moment I would have shut up for the whole rest of the time yeah because that was supposed to mean like I right, look now and then when she continues screaming he's like okay I'm gonna come up and it ain't because I love you yeah 
in that moment, if if it would have been my mama, <laughs> I probably would have got popped. Yeah. Like you would have heard something. Upstairs. My mama would have got to shut your, you know what I mean? And then he came back downstairs. And then girl, so so you didn't have your daddy scream at you to shut up. He came upstairs to say something to you. Mm-hmm. He's come back downstairs and you still opened your mouth, girl. You a bold one. Yeah. And so they talked to Jeremy about um, how, like, you know, Vanessa lied and said, like, you know, she has a curfew at 10. And, like, Jeremy kind of is like, yeah, I kind of told her to stay out and stuff like that. And, like, you just can see the parents are not happy with him. Like, you're you're kind of a bad influence on her, basically. Um, and so uh, I, I can't remember the ending of this conversation, but... Um, you know, you know, so you're not the gonna... end of the conversations. Um, so it ended, it ended with, um, you know, him reiterating that he understands that you know he had Vanessa to break rules and that it wasn't fair for him to do that, whatever. And Claire was just basically like, "Okay, I'm glad you understand. Um, you know, of course, you are not the larger part of this situation. You know, you're just an you're an accessory." And in a month, you'll be able to see Vanessa yeah. because I'm grounding her for, for a month. And so he was, thank you, Mrs. Huxtable, you know, whatever. And then she's like, yeah, now I'm about to go have me a little talk with Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> and and then Cliff was like, uh, like, so Jeremy's about to leave. And then Cliff was like, no, 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 we're, we're going to have our own meeting. Right. Well, I guess I'll be going. No, I don't think you will. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that moment, I'm fine. You felt. Yeah, so they go they go in the kitchen and you know Cliff was like, you know, I, I wanted to have this conversation without Claire there. And uh so he mentions that, you know, he was in a parked car with Vanessa and kind of like wants to know what happened. Right. <laughs> and, uh and so he uses apples um as an example. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and- I'm gonna have an apple. Wanna split one with me? Sure. I'm you messed up there. <laughs> And so he uses the apples as, you know, one as Jeremy, one as Vanessa. It's mm-hmm. what really happened. And basically with the apple, he like, so he has them far apart and then he like gets them close where it touches and then it goes back. And then I don't think he does it twice, but yeah. And I was, <laughs> no, nah, nah, he don't do it twice. Um, but, but yes, he, he did use the apples as a visual aid. Yeah. Um, which, which was, which was comedic. <laughs> Uh, in large part, because I imagine that, you know, when guys are together alone, that mm-hmm. these are the type of conversations that they have. Like, like Cliff, at the beginning, Cliff seemed real, like, oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, well, basically, Cliff made it seem like more serious than, than what it was. Or yeah. he was making himself seem like he was more serious. I guess like if, if you're somebody who would, I guess would be a novice when it comes to dating um, or at least just, you know, knowing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, upon first glance, you're probably going to feel like you're going to grab him by the shirt and get the yelling at him and, and all of that. When really he just wanted to, uh, to upkeep a position. Yeah. Um, he he wanted to 
come off as as hard as you don't want to mess with me, you know. Um, yeah. So, I, would that be a facade? Would he, would he be putting up a facade? I don't know, but yeah, that's what happened. Um, and, and so, so then when they get together, the conversation is cooler, mm-hmm. you know. But but he's still kind of trying to uh, keep a balance because if Jeremy would have came out and said that they was doing more than what they were doing, yeah, then I imagine that it would have been like Uncle Phil and Jazz. Yeah, thrown out of the house. Right, you know. Um, and they got stairs, so that was gonna be painful. But you know, when he found out that 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 wasn't what it was, and I, I even for Jeremy, when he when he had you know put the the apple on top of top of y'all, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you you see in Jeremy, he's like, like, wait, two apples on top of me. Oh my god, no! (laughs) It's like you 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 literally see the the reaction happening in real time yeah and that was that was a piece of innocence Mm -hmm. and I like seeing that because normally by that age you're probably already doing it yeah um and the a parent's biggest fear is to find out that their child is getting it in like yeah you know it's probably still hard to hear that their adult child mm-hmm. is doing it, but it's easier to swallow when you that's not a good word to use. It's easier <laughs> to it's easier for you to to receive it when when it's about your adult child than it is to hear about your teenage child. And and it's something about when you have a teenage child when this comes up because you're you're kind of on guard. That's mm-hmm. the moment where you realize, like, I can't be too hard because this child is still growing. This child is becoming an adult, and I can't stop that from happening. And dynamics change when this time comes. So, like, if, if you were to find out that your teenage child is having sex, one, you can't re- you can't reverse it. Yeah. Two, if you react a certain way, it may make them feel like they can't trust you. And it'll it'll make them not want to talk to you mm-hmm. about these important things when this is one something that, that they would like to like being a teenager, you already kind of have this automatic feeling that you can't talk to your parents about sex. Yeah. And during that time, it was just like, you know, sex is bad. No, don't do it. But then you turn around and you see everybody else having sex. So just how bad is it if everybody's doing it? Um so I and, and back then it was a culture of you know if you tell them about it it, it was it was almost like kind of like the mentality of if you give a kid a condom they're going to want to use it mm-hmm. when of course it wasn't always that case so so in this moment it's like them, them kind of facing the reality that you know this is a possibility that it happens um, she's growing up so now what what um, what avenues do we need to take now? If if in the event that this is taking place, now we got to put you on birth control. Um, we got to make sure that you are strapped with some condoms every time. Like like now we got to keep our eye on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see that Jeremy was innocent in that in that situation, for him to see that 
that's what he was asking. He's like, oh, no, no, we ain't doing that. No, let's not. It, it did my heart some good. And, and I know that it lifted a heavy weight off of Cliff's shoulders. Yeah. When, when he found out. Um, and Cliff was, so he makes up this whole situation where, um, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> Vanessa has to come home at 10, but like at one, she's allowed to go wherever she wants. And then he's like, well, I, I can't go out at one because I think his curfew is 1130. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. So so and uh, like so Cliff was like, well, just lie to your parents and like uh, or like basically just defy your parents, basically. Well, he was like, you, you can hop out the window. You can go out the back door. Yeah. You can find a way out, can't you? And and then he was like, I can't, uh, you know, it's my parents rule. And so then he realized, oh, okay, well, I guess I kind of made Vanessa do the same thing, basically. Um, And it wasn't right. That's the full circle moment. Yeah. Because. uh, Like I said, there's a lot of things that weren't considered, like how you don't tell this girl to defy parents and you can't defy yours. Yeah. I mean, I I guess initially he's thinking with the the mindset of well, my curfew was eleven thirty, and um, you know my parents aren't as strict as y'all. But first of all, you're bold <laughs> to yeah. saying that to, to somebody's parents. Yeah, like because in that moment you could have been kicked out. In that moment, they could have said, "Well, Vanessa can't see you no more." You know, which which would have caused issues down the line. Because, like, once you tell a teenager that they can't see somebody or they can't do something, they're going to do it anyway. We're going to find a way to get it done. Yeah. You know, so so that would have caused issues down the line. But in that moment when you said that, boy, whew, you were bold. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that Cliff was able to bring it home to him. Mm-hmm. And that's actually one thing that I like about Cliff. He brings everything home. Yeah. Um the way that he that he'll go about it at first it, it makes you think and and i think that's why i like how he brings things home because um because the the way that he presents things to you um you you got you have to literally use your mind and then once it comes out then it's like oh snap cuz later in this in the show Vanessa uh <laughs> when she makes a decision to get married and that whole thing yeah the way he brought that home i was just like wow dang mm-hmm. yikes yeah. like it encouraged me to not to not do that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and i and i think too that's what adds to the value of the show it's not just a family situation it's not just relatable situations like it's lessons it's yeah. wisdom yeah and uh and then at the end of this episode uh cliff says uh he holds the apple and says since the beginning of time th- this is what men or something like to the sense um has gotten men in trouble or something right that's how i don't know how he uh-huh. said it and uh, he's referring to Adam uh, and he, Eve. He was saying, uh, yeah, he said from the beginning of time, um, this has always been getting us in trouble. Or, yeah, or somebody like that. Yeah, 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 and he's referring to Adam and Eve. So, and then that mm-hmm. ends the episode right there. So, yeah. Uh, I, I really like this episode. This is, a, I, this is another episode that I usually go to a lot. 
Um, if I like, cause sometimes I don't watch the whole series. I, I just go to specific episodes, just like the retroed mm-hmm. one. I love watching that one. Uh-huh. And the, I can't remember the name of the episode, but it's the, the drinking one with Vanessa. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's also, yes! that's also, that's also in season six. So, um, yeah, she just got in trouble a lot in season six, apparently. Um, <laughs> and, man, it's just, it's always Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa is the one, like she you can you know that Vanessa has a good head on her shoulders but she always doing something yeah and whatever she does it's like the caliber is the great it's the greatest caliber so like like I just said like with, with this situation of what she does later in the show like you literally do not know like Denise was always a wild card yeah you knew that whatever like whatever Denise did it was going to be wild yeah Sandra always had her head on her shoulders and so whatever Sandra does it's going to be done with ration uh, with rationale and with with thought behind it except for Mary Elvin mm-hmm. um <laughs> when it comes to Theo Theo is more than likely to just make you scratch your head yeah um Theo has to grow up Rudy um she's observant but also make makes decisions that aren't always smart but she was also a typical teenager and she was at the beginning of her teen years mm-hmm. when she started doing that so but Vanessa always remained constant like she either Vanessa was in something or she wasn't and if if she was in something um the situation would vary so like during like before all of this is happening the last time she was like kind of in something I guess would be the drum major situation or like the fight that she had with those girls that called her a rich girl um you know it was always mild I think this is probably like her first big big thing Mm -hmm. you know I think everybody might still kind of keep in mind the Vanessa the the can we get a dog Vanessa yeah um and 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 her character evolves often i mean like every character has some form of evolution but vanessa she, she was hers was dramatic in a way you know but i i think i think it's just it's always vanessa <laughs> always vanessa so yeah I, I think uh i think the the characters were perfectly they were perfectly written mm-hmm. um, because there is somebody that there, there's some, pa- some set of parents who have a child or some children that are similar to all these kids. Yeah. Um, I think the problem comes in where people start putting the Cosby kids in a perfect light. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, they're not a perfect light. They're just, you know, they're a black family that we love. <laughs> Yeah. And just, you know, just recognize them as a black family that we love. Don't sit and say like, well, you know, why my kids can't be like the Cosby kids? They are the Cosby kids. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, so we had one guest star on this episode, which was the guy that played Jeremy. His name is Christopher Carter. He is Canadian. <laughs> I was surprised to find that out. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
He was born in Canada. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, he's been on Good Morning B- Miss Bliss, um, A Different World, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Sister Sister, and Boy Meets World. And then he kind of stopped acting in television. I don't know if he's done other like theater or something like that, but he kind of like stopped. So you say Good Morning Miss Bliss, you which mean, is like, uh, by, the, by bell? the Bell, yeah. And I, I've seen, I recently, I also saw that episode like a, a couple months ago. So yeah. Oh, he was on that episode. There was an episode in Good Morning Bliss that he was in. Oh yeah. Okay, he, so he's never, Bliss he's never had a, he's never had a, like a full, like, like he wasn't a main cast for any of these. He was just a right. I guess, appearance. Yeah. It's just, okay. So part of me feels like I knew that Good Morning Miss Bliss was a show or something. Yeah, but it's it's Saved by the Bell. It's just like the first season that, but it, like you don't know the whole situation with Saved by the Bell. It used to be it was originally called Good Morning Miss Bliss, and then after the first season, they decided no, let's not focus about the teachers. Let's focus on the kids, and then they changed it to Saved by the Bell. Ah, okay. okay. But but the first season was literally about the teacher, so he was in one of the episodes of that. Season. You're right because Miss Bliss was talking at the top of every episode. Yeah, you're right. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And speaking of saying about the bell, Peacock, I need y'all to get that together because y'all have completely Gen Zified the entire Saved by the Bell, and I'm not here for it. Oh, uh, I. I... <laughs> I'm not even bothering to watch the the new season. <laughs> you know, I I literally watched it to one to see if they gave any um, recognition to Screech. And oh, I think the first season was uh, filmed before he passed away. It was, and yeah. so it wasn't until the end of the first season that he had passed. Yeah, and and so like, um, I think they gave him his recognition maybe like the second to last episode of that first season um but also i saw that lisa wasn't a part of it and she didn't come until like the eighth episode yeah so i was just like y'all it feels like y'all have totally forgotten your roots um where's mr building because i know he's alive and well um (laughs) you know there's just a lot of key components here that y'all are missing out on yeah but y'all have totally just like i don't know like if that's so raven the sky high had a baby this is what what this is and I don't like it. I'm mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. not a fan of it all. So, uh, I mean, like the show itself, I guess it's likable. Like I've, I've, <laughs> I've watched enough to know, uh, mm-hmm. but I need y'all to, to, to get me back to some roots somehow. Yeah. Zach and Kelly are stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like straight up stupid. Um, Slater, uh, Slater, it, it, it's like it, it's like he never had a brain, or or it's like <laughs> it's it's like he was destined to be a gym teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost caught this girl by her by her wrong name, Jesse. <laughs> I'm sick of you, Jesse. I mean, like Jesse was annoying in high school, but like Jesse had had a purpose for being annoying in high school. Yeah. Now, now it's just like, girl, did you think what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So no, yeah, I, I feel like y'all need to get back to your roots, get back to the basis of it all. Um because if not, I'm gonna start writing letters. <laughs> and and I'm and I'm gonna start sending tweets. Like eventually y'all might have to put me on the team. You know, y'all might have to put me in the cat. I don't care, I don't care what you got to do, 
I will work with you. But y'all mm-hmm. need to bring back my Bayside set because I don't know where this place is that y'all at, but it ain't Bayside. It's not, it's not Zach and Kelly's Bayside. It's not Raven's Bayside. I don't, I don't even know if y'all are on the side of the bank. <laughs> and, and now that I'm thinking about it, why y'all call it Bayside and y'all in LA and not see too many issues <laughs> too many so get it together before i make you <laughs> that's where i'm at uh yeah and so uh that ends the episode right there uh you want to shout out your uh social media and all that stuff yeah you can find me on instagram at damn girl you know everybody you can find me on twitter at i love them 90s and you can find me on TikTok. I changed my TikTok name because my kids keep finding me. Um, and I know that they don't listen to the podcast, so I could I could put it out there. So you can find me on TikTok at Tiny Bigs, two Ys, two Gs. So that's T-I-N-Y-Y-B-I-G-G-S. Um, you'll also see Jaleesa Vincent as my display name, you know, just to, you know, help you all out there. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me who's Jaleesa Vincent and I laugh every time. <laughs> um, like, like somebody called me Jaleesa in the comment section and they was like, Hey, Jaleesa. And I was like, Oh, oh right. Mm. So yeah. Um, so you can find me on all of those platforms. I am acquainting myself with, uh, with different challenges. Uh, I've been asked to do a few of them on there. Like this is one challenge where like it says, uh, what's one movie that you can uh, that you can quote without you know having the sound on? Uh, and one of those movies is Dream Girls, and so my cousin was like, "Girl, you got to do it with the Dream Girls." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm gonna do that one, and I'm gonna find some other movies that I can do because, um, like, a movie like Bring It On, I know it through and through. It it makes no sense. Um, so yeah, please keep sending me challenges. Um, so keep giving me ideas to do stuff um yeah also you know um stay tuned for pictures for the fashion show um i've posted um information in my stories um but it's called uh the black exchange of fashion affair mm-hmm. and there will be about eight designers that will be put on display uh with their designs that like we have um, we have a hat designer. We have a, um, what is it that she does? She does like sexy scrubs. So like, uh, you know, nurse wear, you know, you, you can feel comfortable at work or you can just yeah. be cool, whatever. Um, there's a formal wear. There's a lingerie wear. There, there's plenty of scenes that'll be going on. And I am going to bring all the party and all the personalities. So I'm excited. Um, have you received like any questions? Or any email? No, not for this episode. Guys, please, more. <laughs> send us stuff. We'll It'll be coming. People. It'll be coming if, at some point. Um, and as I said, you can always email me at black TV shows, uh, black TV shows pod at gmail.com. Uh, it's always in the show notes, so you can always click on that. Um, and uh, social media is black TV shows pod. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a five-star rating and a review. That way more people yes. can uh, find the podcast. Um, uh, what else is there? I think that's about it. But yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, sorry. So I'm in two Facebook groups. Uh, one for different world lovers and for living single lovers. Um, 
And those are different world lovers. Man, I mean, they keep my timeline jumping. Okay. Oh, really? But, yeah. Um, but I have, uh, and even the live a single people, because like, uh, or a lot of times the different world lovers are also the living single lovers. Yeah. And so it, they, they put a lot of posts up of like, oh, here's Dwayne sitting next to Khadija, or, um, oh, I saw Cousin Max. So, like, it's crazy. So mm. uh, I, I did promote, um, I did promote the podcast to them in, in a post. Um, somebody just put up a, a still shot from a stepping stone. Oh wow! Uh, and I was like, oh my god, um, that one and uh, the one we just did, Letty Be Ready Date Pack. Oh yes, that episode. Yes, um, they they put up a picture of that. They, they were saying something. Um, yeah, a lot of times they like to quote uh some of the the lines. Yeah, and so so I was like, oh my god, I just did a podcast episode about this, and they're like, where can we find it? I'm like, oh, here it is. Uh, yeah that way we can get more <laughs> listeners yeah that would be amazing um yeah, i'll put you i'll put you everywhere oh thank you um and we'll be t- the next episode you're actually will be on which is another a different world episode uh it's Yay. called uh i've got the muse in me uh so it's another <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a drinking <laughs> episode uh so speaking about vanessa drinking we have now um Uh, But yeah, we'll talk to you all in the next one. Bye. Bye, y'all.